Yeah! <laughs> Welcome to Reasonable Optimism, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode nine. It's, uh, this is the ninth one. Uh, follow me on Instagram, at Burning Springs. Email unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Facebook, I'm there, man. Check it out. There's a podcast Facebook page. Backstreet's back. All right. Sagamakanate is returning for his junior season. He's not going to the NBA. Woo! We got it going on again. Oh my gosh. So, Kanate's back. And so we've got, uh, like, so many guys. One senior and a bunch of guys, and this is you know I was I was talking down the fact that this is the most talented team since the 2010 team. You know what? With Kanate back, this is the best team in West Virginia University history. It's the best, better than West and Hunley. And they didn't win it. They got to the final game, but they didn't win it. This team is going to be weird if they don't win it. (laughs) We can do anything we want. This team can be as good as it wants to be. You know what I mean? Somebody said that, and I I threw some shade at it. But this week, I really came to my senses. And uh, this team can do as whatever it wants. Think about it. Think of all the lineups. We've got so many guys. If Huggins wants to do it, and he's smart, Huggins is a smart person. He graduated with honors, whatever the words are, at WVU. He's a smart guy. If he wanted to play everybody on the current roster 14 minutes, he could do it. He could absolutely do it. What do you want to do? Do you want... A lineup where everybody can switch everything like that 2010 team. We got it. The Haley guy who's 6'9", point guard. This Matthews guy from Washington, 6'7". That's your guards. Lamont West, 6'8". Wes Harris, 6'8". Uh, Kanate, 6'8". Switch everything. You want to go small? 
We got small guys. We got Bolden six foot, Napper six foot, McCabe six foot. We can play all those guys at the same time. Put Chase in there, or this Trey Dooms, and then throw out West. And Harris can play five. Dude, we could have three, three really tall guys. We could have, we could have Logan Route and this guy who's coming in who dunks everything. They could be out there at the same time with Kanate and this uh, Haley guy and Beetle. Can you have too many players? We might have too many players. Who wants the red shirt? Does anybody want a red shirt this year? I mean, besides Napper. Napper sat out all last year. Um, but anybody else? Anybody else want to just take a year off and just practice and stuff? Because you could do it this year. Either everybody plays 11 and a half minutes or somebody get really into science for a year. <laughs> Just like, uh, hey, do like a super cool one-year project. Uh, figure out science. Uh, or don't uh, after a year, and then just come back next year because I'm only a mod, and I guess Kanate, he'll probably go to the NBA. Uh, those are the only. So you got two guys leaving. You still got so many players. Uh, I can't wait to see the deadline is May 30th. So at that point, we'll know who's coming back to school. Who, the guys that didn't hire an agent and decide to come back to school. Then I want to see the list of the top 25. And if I'm telling you right now, if WVU is not a top five team, then people don't know what they're talking about. Because Kanate is back. He's back. He's going he's gonna to have more school. Uh, but selfishly, he's going to be on the basketball team, and he's going to block every shot. How many games? So there's like 30-some games. He's blocking. Uh, he's going to block 500 shots in one season. Mark it down. Write this down. May 25th, 2018. Kanate is going to block 500 shots in his junior year. What's the, the so third? All right, that's like fifteen blocks a game. He's doing it. He's back. Backstreet's back, baby. Random whatever thoughts are coming up. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I want to apologize for that first segment. <laughs> Got a little carried away. This is Unreasonable Doubt. I'm not going to change the name of the podcast. And I may have overreacted a little bit with news of one player, Sagamba Kanate, coming back. I may have inflated his block total uh, prediction. I'm excited. I'm excited that Kanate is coming back. Uh, and hey, it's nice to let loose every once in a while and be overly optimistic. But anyways, back back to the regularly scheduled programming. 
So we got some schedule news this week. The Big 12 SEC Challenge will happen again for the 2018-19 season. West Virginia will be involved. Last year, or last season, West Virginia played Kentucky in Morgantown. Lost that game in a frustrating game. This coming season, West Virginia will play near the end of January. Tennessee and West Virginia will go to Knoxville to play Tennessee a team who did well this year, this previous season, made the NCAA tournament, coached by Rick Barnes, who used to coach in our in our league at Texas. So that should be a tough matchup. But you know what? Now that the non-conference schedule is complete, let's go down a list. Uh, the The conference schedule, in some order. West Virginia will play everybody in the league twice. So let's let's go from top to bottom, and it's way too early to guess who's going to win each game and matchups. Um, so just way too early. Let's go through the list and and kind of get a feel for for who West Virginia is playing where and how the how they'll do, uh, and being very rational here. So. Instead of a exhibition in the middle of the season, they'll start the season, WVU and Morgantown, in an exhibition against Alderson Broadus on November 3rd. Alderson Broadus is a private college in beautiful Philippi, West Virginia. West Virginia is going to beat Alderson Broadus in a game that doesn't count. Then the actual season starts Friday, November 9th against Buffalo. Buffalo made the NCAA tournament this year. West Virginia is going to beat Buffalo in the first game of the season. Then West Virginia goes south to the Myrtle Beach Invitational. Is there a tournament that West Virginia belongs to more than a tournament in Myrtle Beach I would argue no. And so West Virginia, I don't know who they're going to play in that tournament first and how the bracket's set up, but here's the other teams in the tournament, and they're still looking for an eighth team. Cal State Fullerton. Cal State Fullerton, West Virginia would beat them. St. Joseph's, West Virginia would beat them. University of Central Florida, they were in a tournament with West Virginia last season. West Virginia beat them. West Virginia would beat them again in Myrtle Beach. Valparaiso, West Virginia would beat them. Wake Forest. Hey, Wake Forest, you got Tim Duncan? You got Chris Paul? No? Well, West Virginia's beating you. Western Kentucky. Hey, Western Kentucky. You're a hilltopper. West Virginia University, we're the mountaineers. Mountains are taller than hills. West Virginia beat would beat Western Kentucky. So they're going to play some of those colleges in Myrtle Beach and an unknown team. West Virginia would beat that team. Uh, so let's keep going. Saturday, or Saturday, November 24th, playing Valparaiso. West Virginia is going to beat them. Ryder, 
November 28th in Morgantown. West Virginia's going to win that one. Youngstown State, win. Pitt at home, backyard brawl, win. Pitt was terrible last year. Gets a little tougher now. Early December, go to Brooklyn to play Florida. Florida, usually a really good team. West Virginia would beat Florida. Then they go to a casino in Connecticut to play Rhode Island on Sunday, December 16th. Uh, West Virginia is going to beat Rhode Island. Rhode Island made the NCAA tournament. Doesn't matter. Couple of home games against Jacksonville State and Lehigh. Wins. So, and then the Tennessee game is going to be in the middle of the conference schedule. West Virginia is going to go to Tennessee and beat Tennessee. Okay? And then there's 18 Big 12 games. I think West Virginia is going to win every single conference game. With this roster? With this roster? West Virginia's running the gauntlet in the Big 12. And then the Big 12 tournament and, of course, the NCAA tournament. So we'll see after that. Uh, But just early prediction, West Virginia's making it to the final game and winning it. 2019 NCAA champion West Virginia Mountaineers. Final thoughts coming up. Final thoughts for this interesting episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I got an email sent to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Those folks at Google, they don't know how to filter everything to trash because I still get emails every once in a while into the inbox, even when I've changed the settings. But this email came from Bracket Talk host Jeff Chappelle. So, Jeff, it's always great to hear from you. Jeff sent me a long email. I'm not going to read everything. uh, But the gist of his email is he's more optimistic than I am. But his concerns are mine in that when you add six new players to a team, it's going to take some time for everybody to get used to each other. And that's the interesting part of this team in 2018-2019 is that a lot of new people and a lot of people that's been there a while and one senior. So a bunch of juniors, a bunch of freshmen, Issa, and some junior college guys. So it's a... it's. All sorts of different things. And there's, there's many different ways you'll be able to describe this team. Uh, and his points are similar to the points I made in the first segment about all the different lineups Huggins can put out there. Um, and he got on to me for not talking about Brandon Knapper last week. And I accept the blame for that. It's, it's weird because we saw Brandon all year last year. He was... On the sideline all the time. Um, And yet I just, I do, I lose sight of him. But he's basically, he's not part of this recruiting class. But he's a new guy in that he's going to, he's going to play this year. So I'm excited for all of that. And and Jeff's excited too. Uh, 
he doesn't have a clue how next season will play out. Jeff, nobody knows how next season will play out. But, and he puts us in the email, this team is going to be fun to watch. It is going to be fun. When you got a bunch of new guys, it's going to be fun to see what they're like. And who knows, maybe somebody will hit hard just like Teddy Allen did last year as the new presence. It was him and Wes Harris. Those were the only new guys last year. Really. With Brandon Knapper on the sidelines with injury. So I'm looking forward to it as well. And we, you know, it's going to be November before you know it. But let's, we've got all summer and a lot of fall before, <laughs> before the beginning of the season. So hang in with me. Keep listening to Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms, Apple, Google, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Overcast, the Anchor application. We'll do this again next week. Until then, I'm Josh Witt. WVU finished the 2017-18 season 26-11.